This is Being Better, the podcast about the science behind mindsets and practices that make us happier, wiser, and healthier. My name is Julia Spohr, and I am your host. Join us as each week we break down scientific research and bring you true stories of people from all walks of life to help you make better decisions that will shape your tomorrow. Welcome back to the Being Better podcast. My name is Julia. I hope that you are doing well. I hope that you are happy, rested, supported. This is your friendly reminder, by the way, to sit up straight because I know I can see your posture right now. And yeah, straighten your posture, take a sip of water, think some kind thoughts, you know, do that incredibly important checklist and uh, yeah i'm so happy to be here with you uh, you are probably listening to this episode at the beginning of 2023 so happy new year if you're listening to it later then happy insert the date here but if you're listening at the beginning of 2023 i wish you a very good year a very prosperous year where you are supported where you know what you want you are not afraid to reach for it and where you feel like you're a part of a community where you know where you belong and what you want i think like this kind of certainty is what i'm craving at least right now and um i i wish that to anyone listening um and actually the topic of this episode will somehow relate to starting a new year because i realized that for a lot of people entering a new year is an opportunity to start anew it is an opportunity to start fresh to forgive yourself the past mistakes and be motivated and energized to start again with the things that you you know have failed with in the past or something that you just want to try and uh, so a lot of people make new year's resolutions i don't know if i'm such a person uh, i used to be that i used to do that i used to be very kind of you know growth focused which if you've been listening to this podcast for a while you know how I've transformed throughout the years and how my definition of self-improvement uh, has changed um, so right now I'm in a weird spot because outside of getting a tattoo I really want to get another tattoo in 2023 outside of that I don't really have a lot of new year's resolutions um, I have some things that are important for me but it is just constant for me it's not just about 2023 there is just one thing that I really really want to change in 2023 which is I really want to stop being unproductive and again if you have been listening for a while you know that this is a hot take for me because I've for a long while have been saying that it is okay to not be productive it is okay to rest and therefore this might sound off-brand but um let me explain i really really don't want to be unproductive in 2023 because i think 
looking back on 2022, I feel like I've lost, I've wasted a lot of precious moments and unfortunately there is no getting them back as it usually goes with memories. You know, doing something productive, productivity, it means simply doing something fruitful. It means that you're doing something which creates a result, creates an effect, a product. It means doing something that is somehow worth it. So productive activities, therefore, are, you know, learning a new language or training for a marathon. But at the same time, it can also be sleeping. It can be watching a movie that makes you feel good. It can be seeing a friend. That's why for a long time, I've been very uncomfortable with people who defined productivity as just simply working or working out or learning. Because I think there are a lot of other things like, you know, resting, even I think being on social media, even watching Netflix, I think it can be productive if, if it's pushing you forward, if it's making you feel good, if it's mm, inspiring you, I think it is somehow productive. Um, and therefore, in this line of thinking, unproductive activities, unproductive tasks are those which do not produce a result, a product, an effect. Those are the ones that lead to nothing in particular or something incredibly negative. But I, I will mostly focus on those which are absolutely unproductive, unnecessary and pointless. Those are the tasks on which we waste the most scarce resource that we have all been gifted with, which is time. And so looking back, when I realized how much time I've spent on such unproductive activities uh, that I will discuss later on, I was honestly terrified. So I don't really do New Year's resolutions, but I guess the closest thing to it is that I really don't want to waste more time. I think this is a true gift and I really love life and I want to take advantage of every second. So today I will talk about those activities which I will try to avoid from now on and to really make sure that I am living every minute to the fullest. So here is my my own Julia Spores list of the most unproductive things that I and probably you too uh, are doing. So first of all, I need to talk about regret. Um, this is a feeling that I am very accustomed to. I don't know if it's a feeling. It's a thought. What, what is regret? I think, you know, I am a person who is interested in a lot of things and imagines herself in different walks of life. I can see myself thriving in many different ways I could live. But that leads me to regret a lot of things that I have not tried in the past because I think that, oh, if I picked up a skill or learned something earlier or met someone earlier or did not quit something, I could be in a different spot today in a different way I would be living and I could be, I don't know, happier or, I don't know, more successful. I'm not really sure what that line of thinking is, but Regret is something that I am very acquainted with. So I am not going to be a hypocrite here and I'm not going to pretend as if I don't do that. But I really want to 
try to regret things less because it is pretty obvious, but there is no point to regret. There is no way we can change the past. What has happened has happened. And and I realized that if I did the thing that I wish would happen, a lot of good things that I have right now wouldn't have happened. So it is like something for something, you know, and you cannot have it all. And there is no point in ruminating the past and thinking, oh, I could have been, I don't know, a pro skater if I started when I was five, if I started skating when I was five. I could have been a great violin player. I could have stayed with that person. We could have built an amazing relationship and, I don't know, be married by now. Actually, you don't know if those things would have happened. Sure, you could have stayed with that person, but maybe the relationship that you've built wouldn't be as great. I mean, I'm, I'm thinking of an example of, for example, you're seeing, I don't know, an ex on a social media and you're seeing them with a new person and you're thinking, oh my God, they seem to be having such an amazing, healthy relationship. They travel the world. They have amazing jobs. If I stayed with that person, that would be our life right now. And the thing is, you don't know that. Maybe they are that kind of a person because they are with that new significant other. And as much as it might be hurtful, that person couldn't be that with you. And I just think that actually thinking about what would happen, what kind of a person that person would be with you, I think there's just no point to it. And, you know, I'm not saying that you should not just that you should forget about your past because realizing that there is some regret and then making some kind of choice or taking action to live better or to improve in the future, I think that is productive, that is good, that is effective. But being stuck in the past and wondering, what if? What if I have done that? What if I stayed? What if I texted? What if I went to that party? What if I stayed home? I think it is extremely unproductive and it takes me way too much time and way too much mental energy that I would like to focus on other things. Um, so I guess this is my first activity that I'm really gonna try to avoid in 2023 and I really recommend you that as well. So that is easy to do through mindfulness, through meditation, um, just noticing, noticing your thoughts and realizing when you are falling into regret and being able to stop yourself from spiraling. I think that is the best thing you can do. Or um, you can do like, you can make a list of regrets that you have, like actually sit, jot it down and see what you're regretting and then move on. I don't know, burn it or just move on and not think about it or accept that you are kind of regretting it and decide what you want to do moving forward if you want to change something if you want to make a new decision or if you're just going to accept that this is how your life has been shaped and there is no changing it now um, because some things you simply don't have control over and as the stoics say if something is beyond your control you should just let go of it. This another thing that is extremely unproductive, this activity, I need to preface this by saying that I am going to really try. I'm going to really try to stop it, but it's going to be extremely hard. This thing 
kind of defines me. It is my middle name. It is my most destructive habit. It is destructive to my friends, my family, um, relationships that I have been in. This is kind of how I identify myself. And that is stressing and overthinking. Look, I really, 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 really would like to let go of it. You have no idea how much I would like to be free of it. And I'm really going to try. But throughout the years, and actually I think more so in the last couple of years than when I was a little kid, I've been stressing so much about so many insignificant things, um, such as you know what other people think of me what you the listeners what uh, people I've had on the podcast uh, you know recently I had to record less and I'm I haven't been posting as often and so I was worried about that I was worrying about my academic results I've been worrying about my health my physical performance my running training my swimming training every little thing in my life has been filled with doubt and questioning myself and I know that I've actually been open about that on the podcast and I think I've discussed me questioning myself you know there's been points in my life where I've been questioning my intelligence whether I am smart enough because I think in a slower manner than a lot of people do and but anyway I am a very prominent overthinker And I know that a lot of people can relate to that. Um, And I don't know to what degree you actually know what I'm talking about. But it feels like a protective mechanism somehow. The more I think about it, I think it's a bit about control. Because some things you just, you know, you cannot control. Uh, you, You cannot control your, I don't know, exam result. Because you've studied as much as you can and now... You cannot control what happens because there are different variables that can influence your result. And so it is kind of about control because I feel like if I keep thinking and analyzing every little detail, every little scenario, then I will be better prepared for, I don't know, some kind of a catastrophe. But it doesn't work like that. I have no idea why I feel so addicted to overthinking, to overanalyzing, outlining every every little scenario in my head. But it is addictive. And I want to explain why I think it's unproductive. Like I said, at some point you have no control over what's going to happen. And as much as my little stupid brain believes that analyzing every scenario is going to make me prepared it's not because it's actually counterproductive i would say it's it's even counterproductive more so than than unproductive because when i stress when i overthink i tend to lose myself i tend to make mistakes i tend to like go blank and forget things um and it has happened a lot of times in my life for example in my um driver's license exam I remember I I was I was very prepared for that exam but because I was so stressed and I was overthinking every little second every little detail how I have to perform I actually I think instead of switching to the first gear I started driving back so that was an instant fail uh, on the exam and I know that when I am stressing and when I'm overthinking it's really I'm gonna get 
the opposite result of what I want. So as hard as it's going to be, I really, really, really want to focus on overthinking, overanalyzing and stressing uh, less about various events, tests or I don't know, public appearances or what people think because I have no control over what people think and it's incredibly unproductive to keep analyzing that because I know that I'm trying to be the best person I can and here is where my control ends. So I'm going to try to do the best and there is no point in analyzing if people can actually notice it or not. That's up to them and here my jurisdiction ends. Uh, the other one, the other activity that I think is incredibly unproductive is gossiping. Um, and I, I also need to preface this by saying that I don't think all kinds of gossip uh, is bad. Because um, according to Yuval Noah Harari and different anthropologists, and I, I don't know if I can agree with that because I'm just a little Julia here, uh, but um, their theory is that the human language developed as a means of gossiping because we needed to know who can be trusted in a tribe and with the whereabouts of different people and how different people act in our community so we needed to exchange those information because cooperation is the most important resource that we humans have or i don't know if it's resource it's like a, a superpower you know dolphins have echolocation and we have incredible levels of cooperation so gossiping is natural to us and i'm not going to pretend like it's not it feels good to to talk about people we know exchange information and um, talk about drama but at some point it gets incredibly toxic and I think sometimes we do it just as sport. I think sometimes there is literally no drama, no point, no need to talk about someone, to talk about someone's argument with another person and we make a big deal out of it and not only it's not serving us in any way, it's also doing harm to another person and I think I really want to try to gossip less and to make it easier for myself to know which kind of, you know, gossip is toxic and which is just, you know, talking about someone. I've made a list of uh, topics that are like a no-no list of topics, let's say. And it's definitely someone's appearance. So talking about how someone is looking or whether that's attractive or not or just laughing because someone is looking a certain way I really want to avoid that and that also regards a person's belief system or spiritual practices because I think that to each their own if you're not doing any harm to anyone it's your business what you're doing and how you're doing it and yeah I guess I think I need to be more sensitive I think I'm a pretty sensitive person but I just I want to create a space in my mind and in uh, the minds of people around me that I will not do any harm to anyone whether they know it or not I will try to be the best person I can be and I will not paint someone in the worst life that they are and I recommend you trying to create a no-no list of the things that you really don't want to gossip about and a good question to ask yourself is just would you like for someone to be talking about you 
the way that you are talking about someone. And I'm not saying I'm an angel here. I'm saying that I really would like to practice this and be a better person this way. And while on the topic of social interactions, I want to talk about arguing and trying to change people's minds. So I've been trying to convince people to make them see my perspective on subjects such as climate change, equality, veganism, slow fashion, religion or atheism and many, many more things for the most part of my life. I don't know if you have heard of the 16 personality tests, but I assume that you have. And for the majority of my life, I've been the debater personality. Recently, that has changed to protagonist, and I personally have seen that change. I know that personality tests are not exactly, you know, representative, and I'm not saying that I identify fully with everything that they say, um, but this is just to represent uh, somehow the, a change in my mindset uh, that I've been noticing. So I have been passionate about debating and arguing and trying to make people gain or see my perspective to change their minds. I really, really spend a lot of time trying to change people's minds. And I have gave up on that. So I've been talking about how I now embrace uncertainty. According to Socrates, I only know I know nothing. I think this is one of the most important quotes in my life. I think we should be more doubtful of our thoughts and of our beliefs, and realize that there is no such thing as truth, technically. And so you should be mindful that each belief and thought that you have might as well be false, because things are true just as long we find another different explanation. And I'm not saying that you should you know, quit your entire belief system, but I think you should just keep in mind that it might be false. And so in line with that, I've stopped trying to convince people to see my point of view, because how do I know if mine is better than theirs? I don't think it makes any sense, because first of all, uh, I might be wrong, and second of all, arguing is pointless. Because think about your entire life and think about all the arguments and discussions and debates that you have. And I am sure that the moments when you actually convinced someone to change their minds, to take on your point of view, I think there will be like maximum five or ten times. People don't change their minds through arguing with someone I think it usually just leads for them to find more arguments and to further establish themselves in what they already think is true. So I think it kind of fortifies what they think is true. And so I think it's just arguing it's so pointless. I hate the activity. I think it makes people angry. It makes people hurt each other for absolutely no reason. I think the only way to change someone's mind, to make people do what you are doing, to take on your perspective, is to just do your thing and be an example. Show that what you are doing is somehow helping you. It is evidenced by things that it is correct in a sense or you see value in it or it brings value to other people. 
or try to find more evidence or more people who agree with you and lead by an example uh, because only then can you actually change people's minds because actually it's not under your control if they change their mind or not it's their decision to do that and you have no influence over that it's up to them so i think the most effective way to do that is to be an example and they maybe will decide oh actually i want that i think it's effective i think that person sees the world the right way i think i agree with them i think that's the way to do it and usually from my experience maybe i'm biased but from my experience trying to convince someone that veganism is the best diet for your health and for the planet it never really worked and so i i gave up and every time i'm in a situation where i eat something different and someone else eats you know the normal quote-unquote the traditional omnivorous diet a lot of the times people start to challenge me why are you eating this do you know that meat is healthy that is required uh, for your health and i do not engage in those discussions anymore um and i used to be so passionate about trying to convince people but i realized that it never really works so then i just explain that this is what i eat sometimes i give some reasons why i think it is good for me and for the planet but i never take it on another person and very often with veganism actually that is the case that when i say i'm vegan people start to explain themselves or give arguments why they are not and why i shouldn't be because they are somehow triggered and think that i expect them to be but i always explain that you you can eat whatever i'm gonna treat you the same way and you don't have to be offended or i don't feel like i'm expecting anything of you um so yes uh this is something that i have been focusing on for a while and i'm trying to further practice which is to not argue not try to change people's minds um just state where i am at and what i think is true what i think is the reason or the evidence for my line of thinking and you know people can do with that whatever they want and this is the same way i also approach this podcast because i want to really state that i do not expect you to agree with me i do not expect you to take on my views or to agree with everything that i'm saying this whole podcast is simply my opinions on stuff in hopes that it can somehow help you serve you inspire you um, or provoke a thought maybe provoke a thought that you know states oh i actually i don't i don't agree with her and maybe you will do further research to find ways in which you don't agree with me and establish a different opinion and that is great i think searching for knowledge is the best activity that you can spend your time on so i'm just a young woman here talking about my opinions and encouraging you to find your own and i hate arguing and i want to spend even less time doing that in 2023 and my last point it is somehow related to the regret point but i think one of the most unproductive things you can do is to ruminate on past mistakes so um i think a lot of people can relate to the moment when you are laying 
awake in your bed it's like you know it's past your bedtime and you're supposed to be sleeping right now but you just remembered a thing that you said to someone a couple of years ago or a thing that you texted someone when you were drunk and it's funny uh, how universal this experience is and like I said I am a pretty big overthinker so I do that a lot actually questioning what kind of a person I was what energy I manifested into the world and how that was weird or how that was cringy and how I was talking to someone or how I did a stupid mistake you know I didn't know something and and I did something wrong and I offended someone or um, I did something inappropriate for a certain community and uh, again I think at some point there's just really no point in ruminating in the past Oh, I don't know if you can hear the loud noises, but actually that is the fireworks. I am recording this on the 30th of December, but somehow people here think it's New Year's Eve. Um, anyway, yes, I think there is no point in clinging to the past. And, you know, it happened and it's better to laugh it off. Um, because if you weren't in that weird situation where you made a mistake of, or you were cringy or you weren't inappropriate, if it wasn't for that, you wouldn't be the person you are today where you know that it was bad and you know that you made a mistake and now you know better. So I think we should kind of just appreciate that we went through that, we uh, learned and now we've improved. And so we should be proud of ourselves for going through that and getting out the other way and being more educated, more better people, better suited. I hope that it just gave you the good lessons for the future. So yeah, those are a couple of things that I really want to try to avoid doing in 2023. This is what I think it's the ultimate list of unproductive activities. I'm very curious, what is your take on it? What do you think is an activity that is absolutely pointless that does not create any result or if it creates a result it's it's totally negative but i think it's the that's the easier answer i'm very curious what you think is something that we waste a lot of time on that is not pushing us forward in any way shape or form so if you want to share your ideas you can hit me up on instagram it's at beingbetter.pod or email that is podcast.beingbetter at gmail.com you can find me personally my instagram is just at juliashpor that is j-u-l-i-a z-p-o-r i am very curious to hear from you i hope that you are starting your new year very well i hope that there is no hangover i hope that you are feeling rested you are energized you are ready to face the things that you are about to face because you know it's gonna be probably another weird and challenging year and if you're not ready if you feel scared i feel you and i see you i'm also somehow unsure because i think 2023 is going to be a year of a lot of changes i'm probably going to move countries in 2023 and i don't even know which country yet but i'm currently probably going to move so there are a lot of things that i'm stressed about um but I'm also excited about and I really have a lot of hopes for 2023 um, but I also might be extremely disappointed so it might it might go so many different ways but you know it will be what it will be and I'm gonna stop 
overanalyzing and creating scenarios in my head. Um, but yeah, for like a personal insight, I am feeling much, much better than I was, I guess, in the last episode I recorded or um, whatever. It's been a while, but just an update. And I want to thank you for your kind messages that you've sent after I've been kind of open about my struggles in recent months. Um, I am in a much better place. I'm feeling more stable i think that's the most adequate word i know that there are a lot of people that i can rely on i know that i can rely on myself i know that i have a beautiful community of you guys i know that i can always rely on art and sport and all of the practices that we are discussing in uh, on this podcast so those are helping a lot and journaling and meditating and doing yoga all of the cliche things they really make a difference um so yes as a personal update i'm doing much better and again thank you for caring about and really worrying about me i appreciate that a lot um so for the last time i hope that you're gonna have you're going to have an amazing 2023 and in the meantime take care of yourself and if you can of someone else too i will speak to you in the next episode bye being better is edited and produced by julia spore you can learn more about the show and about other work over at our website beingbetter.info and the instagram is at beingbetter.pod if you want to support us the best way to do that is by word of mouth so if you can please tell your family your friends and what the hell also tell your enemies you know we don't discriminate on this podcast so tell them about the show tell them about why you like it and about why you like the incredibly amazing and very humble host you can also share it on social media platforms and if you tag us we'll make sure to reply thank you so much for joining us today and i'll speak to you very very soon